evening, good evening, good evening. This is Pastor Jay with another another episode of Anointed Radio, y'all. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're going to do like always in decency and order. And we're going to come out of, I lost my spot, John 14 and 27. And it says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give it to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. That's deep stuff right there because Uh Jesus was mostly breaking it down to you saying this. He ain't going to sit there and say, oh, I love you one day and then be against you another. Come on now. He's not going to say, I'm going to be your peace, your comforter where you you could come to me and and, 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 and tell me everything and then I'll just go spread all your business and cause havoc. Hmm. He said, I leave you with peace, a peace that is unshaken, a peace that is everlasting. He Mm -hmm. gives you a peace when everybody is giving you hell and torment. Come on now. Peace, he leaves with you. Yes. Somebody needs to hear that God is the answer to your peace. In your household, you might not have peace right now, but guess what? Jesus is the reason for your peace. That's it. So just know, despite what you go through, that he is your peace. Amen. You just got to seek after him. Come and on, you got to trust him after he says what he said. Mm-hmm. Right. That's it. Amen. 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 Dear thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for bringing us again into the studio one more time. God, just bless us, anoint us, touch everybody that's listening, that's listening live or in the playback. God, continue to go forth and go out into the neighborhoods and and find the people that need to hear your word to be able to hear your encouragement and let anything that we say today be able to touch somebody and touch them in their walk with you god god we just thank you god just bless us anoint us and and touch us to be able to be like you to be able to lead in your example god God, we just want you right now in the midst, be in the room, God. Touch us, God, from the top of our head to the sole of our feet. Touch every listener that's listening, that they'll be able to know a brand new wind, a fresh wind that you provide when we are tired and weary, and that you give us a love that never fails, and that every promise that you give us is always the same. And God, we just thank you and we, we honor you. We give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' precious name, Amen. 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 And um, this is Pastor Jay. And like always, I got something to say. You can find me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on um, Facebook at at Pastor Jaylon. Y'all, y'all didn't at me. I was just looking at that. I was like, y'all didn't at me. Y'all made y'all post and you added Chris, but you didn't at me, Dr. Marvinetta. It's cold blooded. I'm so sorry. Did you? How did I do that? <laughs> I like a did you? Did, did I do that? Like, I don't know. Did you even at me? Oh, shame I, on you. <laughs> Cletus. Cletus. <laughs> we got another one. <laughs> so. Um, one thing I wanted to kind of talk about is with, and this kind of go with awareness. Um, if y'all didn't go see the Sandy Hook um, project video of awareness of school shootings, that was a very interesting piece. And um, I don't know what to say. It, <laughs> it had me at a standstill. Um, it definitely took me by surprise of um, 
the video, but I definitely saw the message, and the message was to show awareness about school shootings and show that something needs to be done. We could talk about it, but we need to do something about it. Yes. So that was something deep. You you could definitely go look on um, my Instagram page or Facebook page or whatever page you follow me and see that video and just tell me what you think because it was very interesting and I want open conversation about that because I think that's what it was made for, open conversation, Mm -hmm. have people talking instead of us kind of like taking it from our remembrance Kind of like when um, um, Childish Galbino did This Is America, where he was dancing. We worried about all the new dance movements, but chaos was happening behind him. So it's just like, it's the same thing. We kind of forget about stuff that's tragic because time keeps moving on. Mm -hmm. And I think it needs to be a solution of how we fix this in America. Because when I was a kid, it was just one school that we all knew about. And now it's countless schools. Many. Right. Which is very crazy. And that school yeah. that first started off, and we're talking about the Columbine, yeah. um, that was, uh, like they said, an elephant in a room. That wasn't a common thing. That wasn't something that you just thought, oh, that was going to happen everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Now it's sad that schools have to do fire drills and shooting drills. Yeah. 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 So just to put that out there, it's so from a change from the 90s to now, how much we've changed. And are we going to, are we aiming for the direction we want to? Are we aiming somewhere because instead of us speaking out, we're not saying anything? Just put that out there. And you can go follow all my music on PastorJLonCalhoun.com. Amen. Well, praise you, Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to dampen the room. <laughs> yeah, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, this is Dr. Marvin Etta Clay. And, of course, you know, you all can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and all those good old things. And uh, you can see it at Clay M., Marv, Marv Clay, uh, Dr. Marvin Etta Clay, something with a Marvin Etta and a Clay. You'll find me because there's not too many of them out there. Amen. I'm one of the kind. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Lord knew what he was doing when he called, tell my mama to call me Marvin Hatter. Praise the name. Listen, I don't have that testimony because my name is extremely common. I know. Especially, I didn't even know my last name was that common. Yeah, all of it is. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, but see, my name. Yeah. Only part of mine that's common is Clay because the cash is Clay. Got it. Uh, mm. You know. Mm. <laughs> but here's the funny part. I met a man that came to my church not long ago that knew Cassius Clay personally. Mm. Knew him for a long, 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 long time. And how about he knew a lot of Clays? And he told me. He, said, he probably related to him. That's what he told me. He <laughs> said somewhere down the line I might be somewhere connected because, you know, you know, they didn't own up to that name after a while right. when they changed over and everything. But it's all good because I don't know none of my, too many of my clays on any, on my dad's side anyway, so no matter. But anyways, y'all can check me out on my website. Look at it, Dr. Marvin at a clay. My music is out there, Worship Forever. And you know what? I got to put this plug there. You know, at John P. Key, I got fussed out. Yes, you did. I got fussed out. You didn't tell me about this. Yeah, I know. I got fussed out by a lady. God bless her heart. She came up to me and she said, you got a CD? I wasn't trying to sell CDs because I was trying to, I was respecting John P. Key, you know, what he was doing. And she said, you got a CD? I said, well, yeah, I do. Well, is that last song on there? I said, no. That's that fly away? Uh Uh-huh, fly away. Uh Yeah, yeah. And she said, is that on there? I said, no, ma'am. She said, I want that last song. (laughs) I said, I was like, Lord, ma'am, it's not out yet. We're working on it. I said, we're going. She said, well, is this song only got one song? I said, no, I got two on there. You'll be blessed. 
For $10? I said, yeah, you'll be for less. I said, don't worry about it. Okay, well, let me know. I don't even know who the lady is. But she got mad at me. <laughs> I can't have to stop. I said, I'm sorry, but I didn't know it was going to buzz out like that. So. mother was upset. Oh, mother was upset. But that's okay. We're working on it. I'm, wake, I'm waiting on Joe. Amen. Amen. You hear that, Joe? Hurry up, Joe. Waiting on you. Waiting on Joe. Mother's waiting. Mother's waiting on you. All the rest of them, too. Yeah, mother's waiting. Yeah, mama's waiting. She want to take her wings and fly. Uh oh, fly away, hallelujah. Oh, Lord. See, that, you know what's funny? I used to always talk to my uh, best friend about this. Why are we, all them old church songs about us dying? I'm just gonna throw that. Those are the funeral songs. Fly away. When you look for me, the funeral songs. The funeral songs. The funeral. Yeah, the funeral. Where I'm going up to yonder. Sorry, Hawkins. You shouldn't say I hate. I dislike that song. Highly. But this is Chris Johnson. You can catch me on all the social media outlets at Seeing Chris J. Um, you can catch my website, singchrisjay.com. Pick up my single, Chris, uh, Chasing After You. That's it, that's it. Yeah, it's Chasing After You. <laughs> yeah, we're going to chase after them. Yes, my we God. are. Hallelujah. But yeah, it's all on all the digital media outlets and everything. Yeah. You Your song make me tired because I feel like I got to run it. You ain't got to run this little <laughs> song. I, I know, but I'm chasing. Yeah, Love you chase now. after the Lord. I know that that's a it's long. It's not a physical chase; it's a, it's a spiritual yeah, chase. Yeah, gotta chase. But after my spirit is tired. No, baby, we gotta wake it up, baby. Yeah, wake, wake it up. up. <laughs> wake up, and then oh, real quick, quick plug. Quick Amen. Plug. Um, what's it called? <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> I'm getting old. No, he didn't. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Resound Worship and Art Summit is coming. November 1st and 2nd, you can register on my website, seeingchrisj.com. I'm going to just let you know, he, he forgot to plug his own event. <laughs> I'm throwing that out there. I'm, I'm so lost. Whatever. He's still young. He's still wet behind the ear and talking about he getting old. Right. What you the see weapon? all these gray hairs? That's just gray hairs. You had baby. gray hair since you was like one. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I just some wisdom, as they used to say back in the old days. You got well, some wisdom. a lot of them. <laughs> But yeah, y'all make sure trouble in my way. That's the whale song. Come on now. (laughs) But yeah, y'all make sure y'all go register. Please go register. By the the way, we're looking for vendors and sponsors. Hey man, those sponsors are important. I need some sponsors. I told you how to get one. You got email. I know, but yeah. You better get on it. We're gonna gonna talk after this. Okay, we're gonna gonna Ah. talk about that. And just to throw a, a small plug out there for networking with sponsors, sponsored by Pastor Jalon Calhoun. <laughs> if you want to network with sponsors, you have to know what you're asking for. So true. Because if you do not know what you're asking for and just say sponsors, they will say no. Uh-huh. That was sponsored by Pastor Jalon Calhoun. Yeah. Back to your normal broadcasting. <laughs> I was going to say something I heard on Ricky Smiley, but I'm going to be quiet. Uh-huh. Okay, keep it to you, sir. Hey, man, we're going to go ahead with this new track, Trouble Won't Last by Kalandra Lockett. Say, hey, what's her name again? Kalandra? That's Kalandra. how you say it. Kelan, Ke- Kelandra. 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 Listen, I'm bad with names, don't you? I am, too. Kelandra. Kelandra Lockett. There you go. We had her on the show. But that, one, that lady can sing. She can yes, sing. She can. And we're about to hear her new track. Hey, man. It's called Trouble Come Won't on, Last. Come on. Trouble Won't Last. See y'all in a minute.
last always Glad to tell you it won't last always Won't come when you want
are the temple, you are the voice, we are your song, you are our God, we are your people, you are the light, we stand in all.
Purpose and that backbiting so worthless, and my faith on and it's working. I'm one of one, and I'm certain that I won the battle. It's over, we did it. I'm silk, I'm C, I'm P. No limit, can't stop it. It's me and Corbin in the pocket. Got the plug in the socket. They told you that you couldn't do it 'cause you washed up. Ain't like them bad girls said you should get your souls up. But I got this plan, and you might not understand. I'ma go hard as I can, and I'm gonna be the boss of it. Just watch me do this, put no limits, only swag on it. Right up to the front where I belong and brag on it. Go to the top, I'ma give it all I got. Might take a lot, but we ain't gonna ever stop. I don't believe I'm something special. Can't take that from me. So you can say what you want, I go hold a stronger. Be who I'm supposed to be. Impromptu. We're just gonna go ahead and go into a subject today. I love subjects because uh -huh. <laughs> we get deep into it. The subjects that we talking about, you 
You understand me? You feel me? Anyway, so I know, right? <coughs> so one thing we're going to talk about is this topic trending um, about Kanye West's ministry. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk a little bit about Donna McClurkin's speech as well. Oh, All right. All right. So if, if you haven't um, seen, um, Kanye West has been doing a Sunday service, which has been bringing a lot of people to Christ, um, people that wouldn't go to church. Mm. You know, he, he's getting people. First, he started, if you look at it, from the outside. Mm -hmm. yeah. He had outside service. Now he's coming into church services because it's getting so big. And he's bringing people to Christ that wouldn't, you know, usually go to church and be the the Christian, you know, I guess you could say the suit as mm -hmm. what people look at what you are to be Christian. And one thing that a lot of people are, you know, saying, some people are like, oh, that's great. Some people are saying, uh, I don't know. What's the motive? What's the internal motive? Um, what's, um, why is he the only one doing it? You know, things like that. And I just kind of want to talk about it because, you know, I saw Donnie McClurkin, which I give honor and respect to Pastor Donnie McClurkin, and he said something that was deep. Now I, I want people to kind of think about. Mm -hmm. And he said if he's having such a great effect, this should be a reflection of what we're doing. What, as the people of Christ that are representing Christ on major platforms to small platforms, from local to national churches. What are we doing in the community? What are we doing to win souls? What are we doing to actually be effective? You know, we talked about, I think on Sunday, about the difference between being anointed mm -hmm. and talented. Right. But I, this goes back to anointing mm -hmm. because your ministry should reflect anointing. And one thing that is crazy, because, you know, a lot of people turn into the people that they once, you know, couldn't stand that judged them in the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it's crazy because I was feeling what Leandra was saying when she was talking about, you know, I listened to this person. I grew up in gospel. And when I met them in person, it was ugly to me. They didn't treat mm -hmm. me right. They, they didn't represent what I thought they were right. from their music and their ministry. That a lot of times hurt people make other hurt people. Mm -hmm. And we cannot operate in hurt and ministry. That's true. Because you turn into the people that hurt you in the beginning of your ministry in the first place. Mm -hmm. So if you look back when, when it was back in the day when Kurt Franklin came out, everybody thought he was crazy. <laughs> Everybody was thinking he was a fool for right. all this hip-hop music and, right. and, and changing all this and dancing music and, mm -hmm. and putting secular songs into the, into the song and, 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 and putting all this stuff where people was not feeling it. Right. Right? Yeah. Right. But now, he's they, love they love him. They love him. They, they, he's brought up a whole new generation that, mm -hmm. you know, now he is the older one. Mm -hmm. Right that we grew up on. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the people born from 1980 and up. Mm -hmm. We grew up on Kurt Franklin. We grew up on Fred Hammond. We grew up on Donnie McClurkin. We grew up on these artists, even Bishop Carlson Pierce. And I remember his v VHS tapes. <laughs> so if you look at this, now they are on the mantle of elders. The elders in the community, the seasoned ones in the community, the ones that's been, for, you know, the, oh, let me not forget the John P. Keys mm -hmm. of of the, of the era. And now they are on a platform to either do what? 
to either help or do self-adore, mm -hmm. where they just adore themselves. But that was the same thing they went through when they first came out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it causes an everlasting generational curse. Mm -hmm. For now, there's always a disconnect for each new generation of gospel music. But we all supposed to be talking about the same thing. Right. True. So what is y'all thoughts about, you know, Kanye and about what Donnie McClurkin said? Well, my um, thoughts about it, I do agree with Donnie because, no offense, Kanye is actually doing way more than what the church is doing at the moment. Yeah. I mean, 198 people accepted right. Christ. That's, that's Some awesome. people don't like get that. that in a year. Some churches don't get that even yeah. in a year. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah. So for them, for that in one setting, 198 people to, you know, um, get saved in one setting, that's amazing. Now, I mean, of course, I'm still a little skeptical about it. I'm not even going to lie. I'm just like, eh, I don't know, because, you know, previous... Things. Oh, because what he previously mm -hmm. said, saying that he was, he was Jesus, and, I was and like, Jesus all right, sir, and all that. I don't know, calm down. But, I mean, again, if you're still, you're glorifying God and you're bringing souls to Christ, I'm with it. Right. that's the whole purpose of it anyways. Right. And I feel like as the church, we need to be looking at what is he doing to mm -hmm. where it's just, you know, what's his influence to where we can maybe even piggyback or join with him to win souls. Because right now, to be honest, I guarantee you there's a few churches that I know of and I'm not naming no names. They probably ain't took a new member in yet. My God. This well, year. You know, you know what's crazy? Let's th just throw that out there. It's, it's just like what you said. Partnership, you know, join. Because now think about it. Eve, if he's not under, it's just kind of like ministers that don't have a bishop. They got a great sound, but they need training. They need guidance. They need mm -hmm. mentorship. They need the, you know, some wisdom, words right, of right. wisdom. Some some ministers and bishops have been in the in it for so long. They can give you don't bump your head this way. Don't don't you know don't do it this way. You know, look at the text this way. I know you saw it this way, but now think about this, mm -hmm. and it, it gives you more insight and wisdom. But that's why there's so many ministries where there is people that are not getting mentorship and they're, they might be doing something wrong, but instead of helping, we're the first one to condemn. True. We're the first one to say, ooh, look at that crazy church or ooh, that yeah. minister, he ain't right. I ain't never going to listen to him preach and all this stuff, but we're not coming together and actually doing iron sharpening iron. But I that's agree true. with that, but oh, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, go ahead. There's some of these ministries, and I know we're kind of deviating a little bit, that shouldn't even be open. Because mm. some of them are renegades. They went out on their own because they got mad. Mm -hmm. So why would we sharpen you when you're not even supposed to be out there? You're supposed to be adjutant. Well, you know. A deacon or something. Some, one thing I want to, uh, I always got to be the neutral party in, 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 in the commercial <laughs> things. Listen, because I'm the controversial in, one. So, right. so looking at this, we, we sometimes put the same M.O. on everybody. True. One person might be a renegade, but because somebody else looks kind of like him, he's just starting off, he's doing this, nobody know really about him, mm -hmm. and, and he's going out there and doing it, and you see not much traction, they'll put that same thing, oh, he must be a renegade, he should, see, he should have been at somebody's churches and do all that, but that's the same thing that they're doing to Kanye right now. True. Because who's, who are we to say he didn't grow? Who we say we don't know the right. the the behind the scenes right. of the, in the in behind the pulpit in the office mm -hmm. talks. We don't know about all these things when he was because he was. It's not like he was just doing it by himself because he's not preaching. Mm -hmm. Right, he just, he's just a self-appointed minister of music, which is dope. Mm -hmm. Because I just want to throw that out there. If I could self-appoint myself self to, to be a minister of music somewhere. <laughs> 
and be able to be on the biggest platforms like, hey, 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 hey Pastor Jamal Bryant, uh, if, if you need me, yeah. you ever need me. Right. Come on now. But uh, I was going to say to that aspect, you know, the Bible says, you know, a tree by the fruit it bears. If it's correct. bearing fruit. That then, part. Then mm -hmm. it's cool. But there's, like I said, like with Kanye, it's bearing fruit. Mm -hmm. Right now, yes, it is. It's bearing fruit. Well, like some other situations, some other ministries, it's not bearing any fruit. Mm -hmm. Like I said, you haven't even taken a member last year. Nobody's been delivered a change since you just opened the church door. So mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like, you might be a renegade. You shouldn't even be open because that's not even your calling, but you did it because you were upset. Right. Well, and, and, it, and it to kind of be the neutral again on that. Again, I'm the controversial Come on. one. Come on. So the neutral one on there. Sometimes small churches, I'm speaking to small churches and ministries, you can't be too prideful not to join up with another ministry. I agree mm -hmm. with that. Because if you, it, you know, the wise Bishop House told me, we are Christ's and Christ's ambassadors. We're not just of the four walls. We That's should be true. sharing in the ministry. And if, if you see that your ministry right now is struggling, if you see that your ministry is not being full circle, it's because your lack of help. It's not my, it, not my, it might not be because you're not preaching a good word. It might not be because, you know, um, it's just it's not for you. Mm -hmm. It could be for you. You could be preaching an excellent word, but you probably have a horrible location. Nobody knows about you. Mm -hmm. You're not networking with nobody. Mm -hmm. And then you don't have the help. Mm -hmm. So when you come together, because a lot of people will start, comparison will kill you. Mm -hmm. People will compare themselves and be like, well, my, that's why there's so many pastors that suicide because running a church as lead pastor is stressful yes, because is. you look at numbers, you look at how many times you got to put in your own, your, dig in your own pocket mm -hmm. to pay for the church. Well, you know, there's about 50 members here and they should be able to, 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 to sustain, take, sustain yeah. itself. Yes, yeah. You Most know, every that. time that you have a, a, a evangelist meeting, the lead pastor is taking up the lead role. Mm -hmm. Every time they have backpacks, the lead pastor is staying up till 12 o'clock. That gets tiring. It's stressful. I'm speaking from experience. Mm -hmm. Because it gets tiring where you get to a point of like, I got all these people. But I'm doing the most of the work. And you wonder why pastors are going through so much mental breakdowns. Mm -hmm. right? A suicide is, a, a, is, is formed from a mental breakdown. Mm -hmm. Of you just like, I had enough. I, I'm doing this and I still don't see flourish. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because sometimes it's not you. Sometimes it's the people, it's, it's the that's, people around that's around you. That's and sometimes we don't prune the tree. Sometimes we don't sit down the people that need to be sit down. Sometimes we don't You're put right the people that need to be in the background listening so they could grow mm -hmm. down because we are so desperate to actually run ministry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there is a lot of churches out there that is, you know, if you look at their Bible study versus their Sunday service, that it's it's like 12 people. If that, if that, <laughs> and that, and that's, and that's, and saying. that's talking about mega churches. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the crazy thing about it. So we're knowing that a lot of people come, well, we all know this too. A lot of people come based off emotion and the mm -hmm. worship service and all that. But it was a good thing that pastor Montel Jordan said is that if you could take all the music away, you nice could, song. you can truly see who their worship leader has been all week. Mm. Because if Jesus has been your worship leader all week, mm -hmm. it shouldn't take any music it could just be group song with no yeah. music, no drums, no nothing. Right. Corporate singing, right? Yep. But if your worship leader has been Beyonce, if your worship leader has been Lil Bootsy, if your mm. worship leader has been Cardi B, mm. and you've been listening to that music, and then you need a whole production right. 
on Sunday, right? Then you need to reevaluate because mm-hmm. you ain't been feeling yourself. Right. That's why you're so empty. That's why we got all these faces that they be looking at you so disdainful hmm. when you're like, man, God ain't did nothing for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why, we, him that's half, why I have to squad my boys out every week. Mm-hmm. Well, not every week, but you know almost. I mean. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you have to feed yourself. Right. You really do have to feed yourself. You know, I, it's not a day that don't go by that I'm listening to something. If I ain't listening to music, I got the word playing in my ear. You know what I'm saying? So you got to feed yourself. But I, I think when it comes down to the ministries and to the preachers and to the church itself, the thing that is missing is you have to take eye out the whole the whole uh, picture. Mm-hmm. Take eye out because right. it's not about eye. No. Mm-hmm. It's about Christ. Because I'm going to sit there and be honest. It's intimidating, y'all. And I, I know we got to keep face and I know we got to, you know, be a certain way. But it's intimidating. A new person coming to Christ, coming to your church, and they can't even walk up to you because you got about four or five security guards and a whole team of deacons that can't even get to the pastor and say, thank you for that word. It helped me. Hmm. Right. Just well, throw that out there. Well, you know, you that's, know, yeah. that, yeah. that's, that's, because that's I know a lot of times we, the, the head get bigger than, than what, what it should truly be. That's why humility should be clothed around you 24 seven. Mm-hmm. And if we look at everything consistency I say this and I'm gonna keep saying it consistency is important mm-hmm. yeah. because you can't be I love you know it was a it was a pastor I'm not gonna say his name in in, in the church in the Bay Area that threw me off and I probably never go to, inside his church ever again <laughs> do I know this church yes you do yeah. so um I saw him do this and it made me say I would never join this church and I didn't even go to the church And he went over the crowd of people that came to accept, you know, accept Christ or baptism or or join a church Mm -hmm. and looked over them with his hand out and read a teleprompter Hmm. and said, thank you for joining my church. I'm glad you accept me as your pastor and and didn't look once Mm. at none of the people that joined the church. Wow. And I'm like, Mm. these people are saying I need you as my my shepherd. I, as a shepherd, I need you, you know, as a, as, as a mentor. Wrong. And you not even <laughs> being personal. Right. And I think that's what's happening. The pers- the personal, the being truthful and looking at yeah. them and being human. Yeah. Because sometimes we ministers, I'm speaking for self too. Us ministers got to remember that we got to get to the altar sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Because... Yeah. You ain't always right. That's right. And, and the pride will get you to be like, well, I'm pastor, or mm-hmm. I'm bishop, and I'm I'm what this a... and I'm that. But you still need the altar because oh, you yeah. ain't made it yet. Yeah. You ain't got God to tell you, oh, well done, oh, faithful servant. You have not mm-hmm. got to that point yet. So you still need help. Yeah. 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 Nobody could do this by themselves. Right. right. And you need to be able, you know, to either... Uh, have some type of mentorship of somebody obviously on your same le- same level because a lot of times if you if you tell your congregation people will kind of look at you differently and that's understood in the congregation because people will tear you down you'd be like well I'm struggling with with this too and they'd be like oh they heard the past was doing that but you need to be able to have a circle mm-hmm. around you that knows you to be able to help you mm-hmm. yeah. and because it's lonely 
in the position of minister. It is, it is lonely it in is. the position of pastor. It is lonely in the position of bishop. Despite how many people are around you, you can't truly be yourself because there's so many times that the judgment, which is a now, uh, I want to say, in church culture, mm-hmm. starting to become a common thing. Well, and then that, and it goes right full circle to, and that's the root, to Kanye. Because despite of what great works he's doing, we sound like Pharisees. Mm, I don't know about him. Oh, I don't know. Well, did, did you go join? Did you go check him out? Did you go verify him? Because well, it did say it's... good to check every spirit, right, in the yeah. Bible, right? Yeah. So maybe no you should go and, and you should be mm-hmm. able to go and, and if you're in town, speak with Kanye if, if you have that platform. Mm-hmm. You know, be able to see what's happening mm-hmm. for yourself before you sit and we all run to this fake thing that is so fake called social media and say all of our opinions but not know nothing about what's really, really happening. happening. True that. And that's what's happening in Vegas. That's what's happening in the Bay Area. That's what's happening. And and it's not even Kanye on the platform. Let me switch it around. It's your local uh, uh, conference that's coming up. It's your local artist release that's coming Mm -hmm. up. Because somebody said something. You believe that more than what you could believe with your own eyes. Mm -hmm. Right. What you could actually see what the truth is. People can know so much about you without even talking to you. Mm -hmm. And talk about all about who you is. Yeah. And not even know you yeah. or ask a question and say, you know what, Pastor Jay, or you know what, Dr. Marvin, or you know what, Chris, I heard this. Is this true? Because right. people scared to be truthful because mm-hmm. I love blunt people. I may either say it is true. I got right. an attitude or it's not true. I ain't never did that. Right. And yep. I'm glad you came to me Exactly. because I don't want you to have some animosity about me. Mm-hmm. Like they doing with Kanye. Right. And you ain't even had a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. So now I'm trying to do a great thing. And you already judging me out the gate. So everything I do, you got something bad to say. You don't even know me. Mm-hmm. And that's where it goes back to being personal. Mm-hmm. Because we lost the whole personal contact in the Christian community. Right. You sure. know, despite how big you are, you ain't above nobody. Nobody. Jesus, Jesus didn't even act above nobody. He hated mm-hmm. the Pharisees for being like that and had to turn tables because how can you sit here mm-hmm. and act like you somebody? I like Jesus. You acting like you somebody, but you ain't never, there's people hungry and you walk by them. There's people that need the healing and you didn't do nothing about it. You talk about what I'm, what I should be doing by the, 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 the scrolls, Mm -hmm. but you ain't even doing nothing in the scrolls. Mm. You just doing what you think is good for you and your group. But Christianity ain't about a group. Christianity is not about sitting here and thinking about self. It's all about. Helping somebody that's find their self, find deliverance, mm-hmm. and find the love of God because mm-hmm. that's going to be the source to change their story. Because yep. I love when when they came and threw the daughter at Jesus and said, you know, since the Bible say, you know, about adultery, what you going to do, Jesus? <laughs> and he had to be quiet because sometimes they will misscrew your words. Mm-hmm. Yep. You follow me? And then when when he came out, there was a woman that came to him and said, even me as a prostitute can follow. And he said, yes, you can. Right. Because people have forgot that just because what you're going through right now isn't the end of your story. Mm -hmm. Not at all. And uh, we got to get to a point where we see people for who they are instead of for what they've done. Right. Because we will never grow as the kingdom of God 
If we constantly having a tit for tat with everybody in the Christian community and then figure out why the Christian there ain't nobody coming to Christianity. Mm-hmm. Why ain't nobody want to hear the word? Why ain't nobody want to even do this? Because we hurt the people that's already out there talking about us. Mm-hmm. We the one who are in the first time to actually accept it is by us saying, yes, that happened. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's people out there that's hurting people. Yes, there's people that's miscrewing the word. Yes, there's people that's miscrewing the money. Yes, there's people out there that's not doing what they're supposed to do. And if you didn't get a sorry for it, guess what I'm going to say? I'm sorry. Because we, guess why am I saying sorry? Because we get grouped Mm-hmm. And we get crucified mm-hmm. for all the people that did something wrong. And that's true. I just think a lot of times people forget that you once was in a mess yourself. Mm. And and God gave you an opportunity to get yourself together. Say that. And so it's so easy for people to forget from where they once was to where God has brought them to. And so now you are where you're at now. Now you want to look down on somebody. How can you? How dare you? Because God done brought you out so he can bring anybody else out. Right. He gives everybody an opportunity. That's why he said free will. Okay? I ain't forcing nothing upon you, but here's the Ten Commandments. This is what you need to follow. But what he does is when he brings you out, you should try to help somebody else. Especially if they're in the same situation. You already knew how you came out. Right. Then you should help them come out as well. Hide your testimony. Right. Who are you to act like your testimony never happened? Come on. Because you didn't start off all glitter and gold. Not at all. You didn't start off. There's many people out there that want to know how you overcame. Mm-hmm. And because the sin that you used to do, you didn't want nobody to know, you know, because you was gangbanging, because you was drug slinging, because you was doing stuff sexually that you shouldn't have been doing, doesn't mean that you should not tell the next, because this next generation, I can tell you right now, especially because they got Google and they could just look it up, mm-hmm. they want to know the truth. Yep. Right. They sure want do. transparency. They, sure they want, they because they hear, come to church. Okay, what's the next step? Right. They hear live right, how you do it. Right. Right. They hear all this. Read yeah. your word. Well, when where I to look read, at? Yeah. When I where, start. Because it's so funny we say read your word, but I know Christians that don't be even read their word because their actions don't show it. Mm-hmm. And true. I'm not bashing. I'm being self-reflected and I'm being truthful because mm-hmm. the only way as us as a community could change is if we're true with ourselves. That's true. Definitely. I did a message not long ago and... I based, God had me base the song off of Michael Jackson's song, Man in the Mirror. Mm-hmm. And what he had me to do was to tell everybody to take their phone and turn the camera on and turn that to, towards you. And when you looked into the mirror, who do you see? Right. Because his, his song says, I'm starting with a man in the mirror. Mm-hmm. I'm asking him to change his ways. And no message could be any clearer. That and if you want to make a change, you got to start with yourself first. Right. And so if you don't start with self, there's no way change can happen. Because you're so in a lie right now. Right, and you're yeah. not being truthful as to who you really are. Transparency is so important. And when I gave that message, I told my testimony. And when I told my testimony, it wasn't to, you know, make nobody do no flips or anything. But it took me a minute to get to the point where I was at to tell my testimony what God brought me out of. And when I said it, I wasn't looking for people to come up to the altar. I wasn't looking for people to come to me after church. But because of the way God did it, the folks came up to the altar and they was like, you know what? I got to change my ways. Right. Mm-hmm. I got to start with me first. And then when people came up to me afterwards, they was like, can you just talk to me? Help me 
show me how I could get. I said, I can only show you what I came out of and help you get to another place in your life because of what God brought me out of. Right. That's what we have to do. I ain't afraid to tell nobody what happened to me. I ain't afraid to tell nobody what I went through. I ain't got, because what can you do? Nothing. Nothing. You can just open up your mouth, and if you want to speak negative, guess what? It's going to come back at you because I'm going to tell God, send it back to the sender, whatever that was. Because there's two things that we forget. The truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. And do not touch my there anointed. You there you go. They might look like the anointed, but I'm going to tell you how you find out if somebody's anointed. When you keep throwing shade at them and nothing changes, hmm. if you keep trying to block their blessing, but it always breaks through. Mm-hmm. When you always saying something, but their fruit is still bearing. Come on now. You need to watch out because that's coming back at you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because God's looking at it like this. And, and I know God's looking at it like this. How dare us be judging Kanye to bring people to Christ right. and that's our job mm, come on how can you be mad at that right how can we be mad because what he ain't got the traditional and culture things that we yeah, like to put into it is because it's not set within the it, four it's walls set the into the culture mm-hmm. it ain't put into the streamline but if, yep. you, if, if you look at what his goal is what Jesus tell the disciples do go out into the highways and the byways and speak come, my gospel and compel yep. men but that even goes to what's it? What's the church in Chicago? It's now like a movement, all nations. Okay. The Apostle Matthew Stevenson, he mm-hmm. does stuff outside of the box that is not normal church that you see. Mm-hmm. And then he's another one. They be like, uh, don't he's a cult? Don't follow him. But it's like I've seen many souls come to that ministry, get healed, delivery, and I just watch it on, what is it called? Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm just like, seriously, like people run into the altar sometimes and they taking in, they can't take in maybe no less than 20 people a Sunday. Mm. Right. No less. I've never seen them no less than 20 people a Sunday. And even sometimes one service is like 30, 40 people because it's like they're offering truth of the word of God. They're offering deliverance, they're offering healing, and it's outside of the normal confines of what people say church is. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like, even with Kanye, it's the same thing. So... I mean, what's the problem? That's right. my issue. What's the problem? Well, you know, I, I think it comes back to pride. Because people wish they was doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, then do well, it. Well, they can. Just do it. Yeah. But see, it's, like you said, it's just easy. do it. It's, right. it's, it's easy to say that. But you got to look at it from a person that feels some type of way that's in their ways from pride. Pride cometh before the what? Fall. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you look at that person that's looking at, oh, look at that, and look at this, it's because instead of them, I learned this lesson a long time ago. I was like 12 when I learned this. When it says, if you keep kind of, if you keep looking at other people's blessings, you're going to miss yours. There right? you go. See, instead of you sitting there saying, oh, look at, uh, look at Kanye, he ain't even in the church, and he ain't ordained, and he ain't, just... instead, you know, I'm going to pray for him. Mm-hmm. And if he doing wrong, I'm going to let God handle that. There you mm-hmm. go. But I'm going to keep and I'm going to see that as motivation there you go. to be able to get 200 souls. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, if you talk to one person a day about Christ, that is 365 people in one year. Mm-hmm. One person a day. One. How many people you meet a day? Right. If you talk to one person a day and witness to them, not preach to them, witness to them. Mm-hmm. That's one seed planted. 
-hmm. Every day for all year. That's 365 days in a year. Mm -hmm. 365 people, right? It is. And I think to that point, you know, the scriptures say, he who wins souls are wise. Mm -hmm. right? right. So evidently he's doing something right. Mm -hmm. That's the bottom line. Definitely. He's doing something right. That as the culture or the church or whatever you want to call it, they missing it. Mm -hmm. Just let's just be real. They missing it. You know, if you ain't got one person all year, something wrong. Right. And if you ain't got one one person in the last six months, something's still wrong. Right. I'm just saying. So that means that you need to go back to the draw board mm. and see what it is that you're missing and why you are not winning souls to Christ. Right. Because that's what the bottom line, it ain't about us just coming together. Yes, we're supposed to assembly ourselves together, but we are not just to come together just because, hey, Chris, I love you. Hey, Pastor Jay, I love you. No, we're coming for one common goal, and that common goal is to praise God. But not only that, it's to also introduce them to mm -hmm. somebody we know that they have no clue of. Right. That's it. Why you want to do all this crazy mess that's going on, been going on for years, and ain't been doing nothing but causing havoc? Right. Leave it alone. Let's change. And you know what? What's, what's crazy is because people judge based off what they know. So because if somebody know, it's just like that family member that only know you about your bad stuff, and now that you've been saved, sanctified, and came into yeah. the water and came yeah. out, mm -hmm. and now in ministry, ain't never did nothing that you used to do, but now they they talking about you. You sit there and you're like, man, like. You don't see no change, like, at all. Mm -hmm. There's just people out there that's going to do that. Mm -hmm. Like a perfect example, Snoop Dogg. I actually heard his story of why he went to gospel. Mm -hmm. His grandmother never listened to any of his music. Wow. And when she died, she, he said, I wanted to make music that she relate because she brought me to Christ, that she would be proud of. Mm -hmm. Who are we to say that's wrong? It's because... Not. Now his following that never go to church. Mm -hmm. did, did, did he say, I'm sanctified, I'm a pastor, I'm a he preacher, didn't. I'm doing mm -hmm. it? No, he just said, I'm coming out with a gospel album. Kanye's doing the same thing. I'm coming yeah. out with a gospel album. Do y'all not forget about his number one hit, Jesus Walk? Okay, come on. God showed me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. Yep. Jesus Walk mm -hmm. with me. Matter of mm -hmm. fact, it was such a hit that even church, I saw videos of church youth choirs singing this song. Okay. That part. So he, he came out the gate. Mm -hmm. This ain't nothing new. Yeah. Just because you see the, the rappers and the, and the singers, they rooted still in God. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So don't sit here and act like all of a sudden they can't come back. And then what discourages them, hello somebody, let me go back into this, <laughs> is when they come back right. and then you sit and say all this stuff. And they're right. like, that's why I left in, in the, the first, first place place mm -hmm. because y'all not showing me God mm -hmm. y'all showing me all y'all mm -hmm. y'all showing me y'all social club yeah y'all showing me y'all group y'all showing me y'all clicks but y'all not showing me God because mm -hmm. Jesus didn't sit there and be like you coming back now no he broke he made the analogy of the prodigal son for a reason yes, because he, he said when the prodigal son did all that he was doing mm -hmm. he went to the Las Vegas back then squandered everything <laughs> took he even told his daddy give me my inheritance yes. that's yep. mostly saying you dead to me. Give me what I'm owed. Mm -hmm. Went out, did everything under the sun that he wanted to do until he lived in a pig's pen. And when he came back, he didn't even want to be the title of son. He wanted to just be a, be a servant. Mm -hmm. yeah. And and his daddy came running. Mm -hmm. Took off flip-flops. Back in those traditions, you did not come out your flip-flops. <laughs> and ran on dirt. Mm -hmm. 
That's why they talk about washing the feet. Hello, right. somebody. Mm -hmm. and, and hugged his son mm -hmm. and said, we make a feast because my son has returned. Yes. How many of us are doing that when people come back to church? Come on now. How many of us are doing that when we finally get to see the one who's been on drugs come back into the mm -hmm. church? Yes, yeah, she might not be fully there, but it's our job to help with deliverance. That's right. It's our job to be a support group. It's our job to give that love that you wanted when you was in your deepest moments. Exactly. Definitely. In your darkest moments, in your lonely moments. Mm -hmm. And when God finally told you, you know what, get out your iniquities and come back to church. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I wouldn't want to go to nobody's church if i just been in the streets this whole time and I see the same dangers from the streets in the church. Come on. Hello, somebody. You right. I, I, I might, that might have went over somebody's head. Mm -hmm. I got that. Yeah. So I just want... I just want everybody to look at this. Us as a body of Christ, we have to stop the foolishness because we're not building the kingdom. We're tearing it down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. And the only way we can do it is like Dr. Marvin has say, look at that man in the mirror, fix your hurt. Stop preaching out of hurt places. Stop preaching out of, um, out of, 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 of depression. Stop yeah. preaching out yeah. of what somebody did to you. Yeah. Stop preaching out of that because now you've you got that spirit on you and you're putting it on other people's yeah. spirits where they yeah. think they should preach out of, out of, out of bondage and you're not free yet. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be true with yourself. If you know you're dealing with somebody, I remember uh, a pastor told me a long time ago with singing this before I even touched the pulpit. You don't sing if you're struggling mm. because you don't know what spirit you're singing into the crowd. Wow. Yep. You don't touch nobody mm -hmm. if you know you're struggling because you don't know what spirit you're transferring into the person you're trying to pray mm -hmm. for. See, that's why you got like a, a bishop told me. You got to watch who touch you. That's true. You got to watch who pray for you. That's you got to watch who speak over your life. That's because true. if they ain't even fixing themselves, I, I know every time before I pray, before I baptize, before anything, I pray and say, God, anything that's of iniquity of me, mm -hmm. just like what you do before the Lord's Supper, yes. you take need to say, take it out. Yes. None of me, all of you. Yes. And yeah. let me be a perfect, a perfect vessel to be able to do this act so that they can see you and not me that's and it. that nothing that i'm dealing with will transfer to the person i'm trying to help that's mm -hmm. it that's it yep. uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i don't know i just i just get so because i know what church is think about it jesus says the, my, the church is my bride mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. we disrespecting her right all type of ways because we, we, you know, I, as a teenager, I used to thought that was funny. You know, coming to church, you know, being decency in order, people be cussing in church, people do. They don't even give the respect factor mm -hmm. of the sanctuary. And one thing that I heard that was so deep, y'all. So you know how they say leave your problems at the altar, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we leave stuff at the altar and then we try to take what we left at the altar back. Heck with you. But you forgot some other people that left some stuff at the altar too. Mm -hmm. And you might pick up some things and some spirits that you ain't yes. never dealt with. And now it's truly worse than what it ever been before. Mm -hmm. So now you really got to think about consciously that you're not fighting with flesh and blood. You are fighting against spirits. Yes, mm -hmm. principalities. And we got to get over all this I, like Dr. Marvin has said, I. Yeah. I. And like Chris said, we need to start joining together, mm -hmm. adding ministry. I don't care if you beefing with the pastor. First of all, if you're a pastor and another pastor, it shouldn't be beefing. You should be man enough to say, I'm sorry. Woman enough to say, right. I'm sorry. Because guess what? If Christ is in your life, he's the one who tells you, you got the nerve to be angry at somebody. Mm -hmm. I hear it all the time. That's why I'm the most consistent person you can be. I, I'm going to have an attitude new. 
I'm going to tell you that. That is one of my biggest things that I ask God to forget, uh, to deliver me from is the attitude, new, especially after my pressure. God. But I will never sit there and not apologize. I'll never sit there and say, I'm sorry that you felt that way. Mm -hmm. Because Jesus will con will give me so much conviction. Right. And mm -hmm. be like, I didn't forgave you after all the times you did this, this, mm. this. How can you not right. sit here and ask for forgiveness? Yes, I think sometimes people avoid that conviction. Well, a lot of people, you know. a lot of people have passive aggressiveness in church, and then, <laughs> man, and then they don't solve the issues, and then it becomes a division, which mm -hmm. the devil planned. Yeah, that's the whole reason why the passive aggressiveness is nothing but the devil, because you're not, you're supposed to be head on. Don't sugarcoat stuff, because mm -hmm. sugarcoating is a lie. Mm. No matter how much you like it or not, sugarcoating is still a lie. Mm -hmm. So you got to be truthful with yourself because the truth will set you free. If yes, you do so what's right. right and what's right with you and God, you ain't got to hold no grudge because you're like, God, I forgave. I did this. If they don't uh, accept your apology, if they don't do, uh, forgive you yeah. and all that, you know you and God did your job. That's it. Mm -hmm. You show, you show why I say you and God's because you're still an example. God, Scott, you should be an example of Christ. Yeah. Right. So, Christ forgave you. That's it. So you should be forgiving other people. That's it. You should be mending relationships. Yep. You should not be sitting here and having quarrels mm -hmm. because that don't belong in the church because we ain't got time for grudges and quarrels. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't know, grudges don't let you into heaven. Mm -mm. So, and that's the saddest part because Jesus is sitting here saying, you letting this petty, small grudge hold you from what I could give you. That's mm -hmm. it. That's sad to not be able yeah. to get get salvation fully and it's mm -hmm. all of its glory with the blessings and, and the open doors and then finally be able to, to, to get eternal peace mm -hmm. with God mm -hmm. when you die. Just because you held a grudge because somebody said something. Guess what? Like my grandma said, people going to talk about you till you die. They, sure they still talk about Jesus. They and sure he did. Exactly. Been dead. Been dead. Wow. And ago. woke up. Hmm. And and then and then left again and they still talk He's about sitting. Okay. So if they if they're gonna, if they gonna talk stuff. if they're mm -hmm. gonna talk about Jesus. Jesus. They Why sure wouldn't they talk about, talk about you? Because you if you didn't know, it. when you put that little cross, that little That's cross right. tattoo, that little cross necklace, right. when you put all them little all them Bible scriptures in your in yes. your <laughs> when you put sure your Bible cool. scriptures in, in your Instagram. You've been representing baby. You a target. target. Yes, you are. Straight target. Automatically. Automatically. People liked you as soon as they see that they some people are just not gonna like you. Mm -hmm. Not because of you. It's because of what you represent. That's mm -hmm. it. And as soon as you are on their side, they'd be fine. Mm -hmm. But as, as long as you represent that Jesus, like what I used to hear from all my unsaved family members, as, as long as you that holy roller, mm -hmm. uh -huh. they got something to say and they quick fast to judge you. <laughs> oh, yeah. But as soon as you ain't doing nothing and doing everything wrong, they cool with it. Oh, yeah, they very cool. And the enemy is too. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. He if the enemy ain't attacking you, that means you, you ain't doing nothing. Right. Come on now. <laughs> That's why I like this the one that people always say, you got to know who you are and whose you are. That mm -hmm. part. You know, and when you know who you are, you know, it's not being facetious. It ain't being strong-headed. It ain't being like you don't overcame. But when you know who you really are, especially if you walk in this walk and mm -hmm. talk in this talk and you live in the life that Jesus say live, then you should be real proud about who you are. Right. And who you are represent because that, that becomes whose you are. That, right. that straight, that, you know, that connection, that direct, that I tell you, I tell people, look, I've been in church all my life, but I didn't really say yes to everything to God and start living this life to four years ago. Um, you know what I'm saying? 
So since I said four years ago, yes, God, I'm going to do what you say do for real, for real. Right. And stop straddling the fence and yeah. stop trying to please people and stop trying to do this for all these other reasons and that not part. giving God what he's supposed to have. I tell you, my life has been so much better. Something about the four years. Uh-huh. It's like when I moved here, that's when it became real. Right. I'm going to tell you the truth. Yeah, when yeah, I moved I, here. I, I moved here 2015. Same. In February. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Same. And... That's when I saw God for real. Yeah. Because I had nothing. Same. Didn't have nothing promised to me. Hmm. And and it, it was a ministry in some because with me going from a comfortable youth pastor position in California and offered two churches in California to coming to nothing and starting my own ministry. You know, because before Anointed Radio, it was a Judah Family Community Church hmm. that I started here. And that was my ministry for, for four years. Wow. And then... Um, I joined my ministry with another church because I understood that you can join together. Yes, you can. And help, especially if you need to help. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Especially because I saw that God was transitioning me beyond the four walls and being in Las Vegas mm -hmm. all the time. And I, I respect God enough to not put my responsibilities and, and, and kind of half-step it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I knew that I needed to, you know, do what I needed to do. Because God gave me insight of a ministry that's going to be beyond Las Vegas, mm -hmm. a ministry that's going to go out there, especially because Anointed Radio isn't just here. Right. right. You know, I've that's touched people right. in Indonesia that <laughs> hit me up on Instagram all the time. I've hit people in, in, in the islands. Mm. Yep. There's so many people in L.A. Hello, somebody. People that you just be thinking, oh, they ain't never knew about Christ. I'm going to let you know right now. Some people that you probably follow on Instagram has hit me up about prayers and scripture because they go through something. Because at the end of the day, despite of what they look like, they still need help from Jesus. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yep. So just throw that out there. It's just like you need to kind of look at yourself. Mm -hmm. If you, if the first thing that come out your mouth is negative, then that ain't of God. Yeah. If the first, because you gotta think about this. And Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, he say, "I have a plan for you mm -hmm. to give you hope, joy, yeah. and a future. I yeah. have no evil intent for you. Mm -hmm. If you have evil intent for somebody, come on now, that is not of God. Not at all." So you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? When you put, when you start speaking evil intent, see, when they was talking about curses, and I always love that because a lot of people, when I was younger, used to misinterpret this all wrong because they'd be like, "Oh, y'all be cussing," and they say, "Don't to curse in the Bible." No, they were not talking <laughs> that about that. that guy. <laughs> they were talking about when you be sitting there and say, "Y'all see that little conference over there?" Mm -mm, I ain't gonna go mm, do that. Right. Oh, y'all see that little? You know, he's. You see that that little person over there trying mm -hmm. to do a little gospel single? Mm -hmm. Oh, I ain't supporting him. Right. You see that little church over there? I don't like that pastor. Mm -hmm. I you see that when they start doing the comparison and saying all these negative things and then you mm -hmm. wonder why God get angry with yeah. the people that's spreading all these things because yeah. they don't know that if they would have went there they might have found somebody yeah. because I I personally as a testimony I remember I used to have a biased view when I used to go to other people's churches there was one pastor that um, wasn't normal to me and it was it, the music wasn't the same <laughs> the preaching wasn't the same but I got a message out of it that was so deep that always stuck with mm -hmm. me and I was like okay that was the reason why I was here see you miss out on your blessings thinking that you know everything uh -huh. right? you miss out on your blessings thinking see when the devil come to you and be like don't go over there and support them you should be like nah I'm going right 
as soon as the, if the devil is stop trying to stop you from something, he got a glimpse that you're going to receive something mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. going to elevate you higher. Exactly. And if, if you get past your comfortability of the same people you hang around, the same churches you always go to, mm -hmm. and meet some people that you don't know, that yep. you don't know you, and your stature don't mean nothing to them, right. you can learn something because that's outside true. your comfort zone is growth. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Most I have to say that because I know for me, I mean, I've been to, what, three churches here? Yeah, I won't name them. But uh, where I'm at now, uh, no, it's no shade to them no, or anything. No, no. You know what I'm saying? I but I'm just saying I've been at three churches, and I'm not a church hopper. Don't get me wrong. Right. But when it's time to move, it's time, time to move. To move. Right? Well, you know, and, and that's one thing that I, I, my pastor told me this. Pastor Anadeli, Pastor Babatunde Anadeli, told me this. You shouldn't have a goal to have a packed church. You should have a goal that I preach, teach, and you go out and start a ministry in your own. Hmm. He talked about church hop because you know, he, he, people look at it like, oh, you church hop. Well, a lot of people that get mad about church hop is because it hurt their bank account. Mm -hmm. Let's be real. True. So you should be teaching. Mm -hmm. Now you learn something from me. Mm -hmm. That's going to always stick with you. I have a woman that was part of my ministry. I talk about the four T's. The first T is time. Second T is temple. The third T is tr uh, talent. The fourth T is treasure. And God loves a cheerful what? Cheerful giver in all of those T's. Mm -hmm. Your time, your body, your talent, and your treasure. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, and I grew up Baptist, always talk about that treasure part, but they never talked about your time. So you always grew up thinking, well, as long as I pay my tithes, I ain't got to speak, spend time and go to Bible study and, yeah, yeah. and pray and, and read my Bible. As long as I sing, you know, I, I, can, I don't got to always sing unless they pay me. See, th mm, those four T's of stewardship <laughs> show you, and, and let me, don't get me started on musicians. <laughs> if you get, because, you know, I, I always looked at I learned this four T's to humble and balance myself and that's why I inquired it right before we take offering because first tier of time is the most important because if you why are you giving money to somebody you don't know hmm. if you don't even spend time with God Monday through Saturday but you come in here and giving money to him who who you giving it to and then the second one is your body Yo, you know it says your body do not belong to you, mm -hmm. right? But you putting all this garbage, and it don't have to be physical garbage, spiritual garbage. Mm -hmm. You listening to the gossip. You actually lying. You adding on to the drama instead of being the person of peace. Yeah. Because in the Bible it says you were supposed to be peacemakers. Mm -hmm. And then it gets to the third one where it talks about your talent. We get very Lucifer-ish mm. <laughs> when it comes to our talent. My because God. we think we're supposed to do our talents like that's not a form of tithes and offering. Because you got to understand that it ain't always for you to get paid. Mm -hmm. Because it's mm -hmm. your time that you're supposed to... God's looking, all right, will you go sing for this ministry that needs this song mm -hmm. that I'm going to send to you? Right. Are you going to go play for this ministry that needs it? Because at that moment, they might have to deliver 198 mm -hmm. people. Hello, somebody. Amen. And you're right. And then when it gets to treasure, we know the obedience. I never stay long on that because we already know the obedience of what we're supposed to do. Mm hmm but the one that gets me is that scripture because I always heard it misscrewed all my life and I researched it. I think that's why it made me such a, 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 a rebel 
because I wanted to know the true meaning of stuff because people just talk to be talking and they don't really look at the whole pretense of what the, the scriptures mean. Mm -hmm. And when it was like, God love a cheerful giver, will a man rob God? They would put those two together, right? <laughs> but I was, I, but let's put it like this. How many of y'all spending time with him? Will you rob God? How many of y'all actually giving your body back to mm -hmm. God? Will you, because giving your body back, your temple, is will you go and talk to this homeless person that he just told you to, or will you say, no, nah, I, ain't, I ain't got time for that? Mm -hmm. Will you go and call that sister that you ain't talked to in a minute that need, don't, you is going through hell torment? Mm -hmm. But you talking about, I'm too busy because I'm watching Empire and I'm watching all my TV shows, sure. and I'll deal with her at church if she makes it. Wow. Hello, somebody. Yeah, yeah. Then you got your talent. Will you rob God of your talent that he gave you that don't belong to you? Hmm. He gave you that and could take it away. We've seen people that was very anointed yeah. and they can't sing a note. Yeah. They can't play no more because they ain't got hands no more because their arthritis kicked in. Mm -hmm. And they would wish they could just go play. Yeah. Little Richard was the prime example. He said, I just wish God give me my legs back so mm. I could be able to serve God. And it's full of tent. Because sometimes we are so stubborn, we wait till God Do sits you down. Yep. Yep. And when God sits you down, there ain't no coming back from that. Hopefully you could come back. Mm -hmm. But if it took that long where he got to physically sit you down, where it come from a car accident, where it come from this, or it comes from that, or it come from a sickness, and now the only thing you can do is trust him. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that, that that's a little bit too late. And it becomes that because God done gave you all these different warnings. Man, he gave you a, a, a you way of escape. Saying? How many times? How many? Way of escape. He's you know? like, you can say no. Yeah. You can say no. You, you can cannot do it. Yeah. You can say no. You can say, oh, you did it. Okay, you can say no to the next one. Yeah. And then when he finally gets set up, he's like, okay. You, you've dug yourself into this. Mm -hmm. And now when everybody, you know, end up with something, they want to say, oh, Jesus. But you got to, and that's one thing we got to reflect with self. Was it, oh, Jesus in the beginning? Mm-hmm. No. We got to reflect and own up and have accountability to self. To be like, was it ooey to Jesus before this happened? Because before it was, when you was able to do everything you wanted to do, because that's why in the Bible says, what would you do with your precious freedom? Mm -hmm. Hello, somebody. You was doing whatever under the sun. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to do whatever. I'm doing me. Mm -hmm. And then when you now cannot do me, now it's ooh Jesus. Yep. But God is not a person that is you could fool. Where you think like, well, God, if you gave me, you, I always used to laugh when I, I used to, I stopped doing that. I remember I used to be a teenager and I used to drink and I said, oh, God, if it could get me through this hangover, I would never do it again. And, <laughs> and, I, and I stopped doing that because I realized God know me and know that I'm going to do it again. Mm -hmm. He know that if you had this, you'd go back to what you used to do. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why he slowed you down because you was this close to death and you didn't see it. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to save and preserve whatever life left you got. To make sure that you can at least live a comfortable, peaceful life. Because peace is valuable. Very much. Because you can have all the Very money in the world. Much. We see these celebrities go through mental breakdown, suicide, yep. everything else just like you. No peace. And they got millions of dollars. So yep. money don't bring you happiness. It just provides. It's a tool. That's why Jesus said, give what Caesar's is Caesar's and give what God is God. Yep. It's a tool. Yep. It's not the source of your strength. It's not the source of your peace. And it's not the source of your happiness mm -hmm. or your joy. Right. And going back to what you was talking about, I was watching a movie called The Rapture. And just in the little clip that they showed, they showed the preacher saying, wouldn't it be something if the rapture came on a Sunday? 
So everybody's like in the church, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. You the preacher stood back there, yeah, uh-huh. He's, then he did it again on another Sunday. He said, wouldn't it be something if the rapture came on a Sunday? Everybody like, yeah, uh-huh. Well, the rapture came on a Sunday, mm. just like he said. And everybody that was left behind was crying and hollering and Jesus, oh God, oh. And there was one particular person that came in and got my attention. She said, well, Lord, I told you if you gave me enough time, I was coming to church. All I asked you was a little more time. You could have waited on me. I said, well, my God, how much time do you need him to wait on you? Right. He gave you all the time there I love, is. You know one thing I love? Let's be real and put put personalities into it, your own personal type. You can't wait on nobody. Mm. But you got the nerve to say, God, wait on me. Yeah. Wait till I'm done. Yeah. But you don't know what he's already deflected, the reason why he told you to go to church. Yeah. You don't know what was coming your way where he, it's kind of like the kid that you hold back from running in the street. You know, they they squirm and they try to get your hands and you're trying to hold them, right? Because they don't see, all they see is that ball that went across the street, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't see that car. That's coming, yeah. That's coming. And the reason why he's holding you back, the reason why he's trying to make you stop yeah. and, and focus on him so that you can see the clear directions of what danger, because the devil's biggest trick is this, that he wants you to think he's not real so he could beat you up. Mm-hmm. Because I can tell you right now, if you told Mike Tyson he could go invisible, he would have been undefeated with 150 <laughs> wins or counting still to this day because you can't fight nothing you can't see mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's true yeah that put that so out true. there but that was good she said, Man, look at this we yeah. came on with a little talk well, you know what god is good god, you know what but you know one thing i wanted to say while we close is that if you don't know god and you don't have salvation in your life i want you to just like like always read john three sixteen to show the love of why god gave his only begotten son yeah to know why salvation is important. And then I, I want you to just be able to join a local church. Mm-hmm. I want this to be a seed where you heard this, some things might have touched your soul, mm-hmm. and you just want to be like, you know what, I want to change. I don't want to wait till it's too late. Yes. I want you to make that commitment to you to find a church. Every church ain't a bad church. I know you've heard it bad. I heard you heard all the mockery. Mm-hmm. But every church ain't a bad church. And guess what? That church, the, like I tell you for myself, the f- church that delivered me is not the church I'm at, but there was a reason for the season at that time. Right. So find a church where you can get salvation. And get the word. And get the word that, yes. that grows you. Not a word yes. that makes you feel good, but makes you grow so you can start seeing the change yeah. on the inside. Yeah. And then I, I, I want you to start reflecting on what God has purposed for you. Exactly. Because those three things will get you far in life. I could be a personal testimony. When you finally say yes, he will make a way. He will put you first. He will elevate you and he will bring you through it no, despite what people say about your past, despite what people say about you now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Despite what people say against you or judge you, nobody could touch you because how could somebody go against you when God is with you? That's it. Nobody could go against you. No weapon. I like the little boy I saw on oh, social media. Yes, no weapon yes. formed against I love me yes. shall prosper. It ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. Yes. Never oh, going to work. Love. Yes. On life. That's what he said on life. <laughs> on life. I'm yes, he did. It never going to work. Yes. That's it won't work. It I just won't. want you to let you know that. But, you know, it's about that time. It's getting late in the midnight hour. And Cletus!
<laughs> Come on in here. Yeah. Yes. He's here. Play son. So like always, you can find us on all social media platforms as LV Anointed, A-N-O-I-N-T-E-D, radio, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and you can find us on anointedradionetwork.com, download the Anointed Radio app, Yeah. and if you want to listen to all of our shows, go to podcast. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Pandora, mm-hmm. Spotify, mm-hmm. iHeartRadio, yes. Radio.com, and the list goes on everything but title. Hmm. So if you know Jay Z, let him know. Title. Title. We 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 we, we only missing. You the only one we missing. We speaking mm-hmm. it. So Jay Z, go ahead. You you need to know into radio on your platform. Amen. So one thing I want to leave with you today is never take advantage of your time. And always remember this, the four T's. First one is time. Second one is temple. Third one is talent. Fourth one is treasures. God loves a cheerful giver, not just of your money, but your time, your body, your talents, and your treasures. Remember that. Amen. And this is Dr. Clay. And, um... If I could leave anything with you, is this. Just make sure you keep your focus on God and don't put your focus on man. Amen. Because when you put your focus on man, they sometimes can lead you astray. Mm-hmm. And then you get your focus off of God. But if you stay true to who you are and you stay focused on God, God will lead you and guide you into all truth. And he definitely will never, ever leave you. He said, put no trust in man because man would always fall. Oh, they'll fail you. So you don't want to be you want you don't want nobody failing you. You don't want to fail at what God is doing for you in your life. Amen. So just stay focused to Him and just trust Him in your process, because when you go through that process, on the other side is victory. Mm-hmm. Amen. So you can follow me, like I said, on all the social medias. I'm there. And if you want to reach out to a sister, I have no problem in talking. I have no problem in encouraging, and I have no problem in lifting you up from whatever your despair part is or wherever you're at downtrodden whatever it is even if you feel like you're having a breakthrough whatever that is hit me up and I'll give you a good word to encourage you amen well Dr. Clay took mine (laughs) 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 but I will say as the word says trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path and that's literally a testimony of mine and I'm telling you today that if you trust in God, he will direct you. And a little testimony is basically, like I said, moved here four years ago. And we trust in God. Yeah. That's yeah, trust in God because he literally led me here. And I was like, I'm Amen. not finna go to no Las Vegas, but hmm. I trust in God. And the doors that I've opened and the things that I was able to do here mm-hmm. that I only dreamed about. And back home. And, yeah, <laughs> well, I didn't do nothing. But just for God to open up the doors and the things and make the ways He made, Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, if you trust in Him and lean on Him, He will truly direct your path. Mm -hmm. And again, you can find me um, at um, all the social media outlets, uh, Saint Chris J, um, on Instagram, Facebook. Now, listen, if you inbox me on Facebook, I might not answer. I'm bad at that. Don't judge me. Um, but, um, <laughs> but and then you can check me out on my website again. Please register. Go register for um, Resound Worship and Arts Conference. Um, it's only $15 to $25. And if you can't make it, 
send some money, some sponsorship, something. See some money. Um, but anyways, yeah. And again, if you do reach out to me, I will promise I will do better in reaching back out to you. Amen. 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 See y'all on Sunday.